small business owners, welcome to this episode of the Freedom Focused Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about organizing your team to create greater buy-in, alignment, and enthusiasm for the work they do each day and the contribution they make to the ultimate success of the business. We'll talk first about the value of a simple business management tool that's been around for a long time, but many small business owners don't take advantage of. I'm talking about an organizational chart or an org chart. We'll talk about why they're not just for large organizations, how they can be used as part of the visioning and goal setting process, and how an org chart is used to reduce chaos by improving communication and increasing accountability. Lastly, as always, we're going to be talking about the value of an org chart to creating a freedom-focused business that provides much greater freedom for not only the business owner, but the entire team. after starting my company, DR Wash Check LLC, I started considering ways to improve the operations of my business. What were some of the tried and true management strategies that every business should be doing to be successful? Making a plan for the future was one of the first strategies that caught my attention. Like most people, I had heard that having a strategic plan was a good idea, so I decided that my business needed one. Not knowing exactly how to approach a strategic plan, and wanting to do it right, I went to my local bookstore. Remember when we used to do that? And in the business section, I found a step-by-step -step guide to strategic planning by one of the best business planning consultants in the industry, George Steiner. At least that's what the jacket on the book said anyway. So now I had my guide. The book consisted of 350 pages and 22 chapters, but I didn't even make it past chapter four. Why? Because Steiner said the following on page 76, quote, at first there will be very little if any formal planning as the entrepreneur of a small business strives desperately to find customers so that the company can remain solvent, unquote. Well, guess what? That was me. I had only two employees and was working hard every day, just making sure I did the basics of running my business right. Strategic planning was important and I definitely would do it eventually, but at that point in the life of my business, the book went on the shelf and I continue to focus on remaining solvent. There's another best practice in business management that might appear to be very similar to strategic planning, and that's the creation of an organizational chart for your business. Org charts are a given for large organizations with lots of employees, departments, and divisions. They help managers see how all the pieces of the complex organizational puzzle fit together. And they're a necessity for managing the bureaucracy that almost always comes with size, whether the organization is public, private, or nonprofit. The truth is that for small businesses with only a few employees, an org chart might seem even less important than strategic planning. However, I can assure you that that is not actually the case. Let's first do away with a common misunderstanding of what an organizational chart is and what it is not. Org charts are not for organizing people. And you might say, what's he talking about? Let me say that again. Org charts are not for organizing people. They are for organizing positions within an organization. When you look at them in this way, the number of employees becomes irrelevant and the utility for all organizations, including the smallest ones, becomes much more clear. 
All businesses, large and small, require essentially the same positions or functions to be performed in order for that business to be simply doing what it's supposed to do. There's accounting, human resources, sales, marketing, and operations, and others, and with many subtasks or positions within each of these broad areas that I just listed. At the top of any org chart is the leader or leaders of the organization. This is the business ownership. And they're responsible for making decisions and overseeing the entire enterprise. Below that box at the top of the chart is the familiar tree of boxes. And each box represents one of the essential positions necessary for the business to operate. The primary difference between small and large businesses is that large businesses often have one person per position or box and even whole departments of people for that position. Whereas small businesses have the same person filling multiple positions. In other words, their name is in multiple boxes. So you may recall from my four levels of freedom hierarchy that almost all small businesses start out at the lowest level of freedom, meaning at the struggle or maybe at the competent level of freedom, where the business owner is wearing most of the hats, meaning their name is in most of the boxes on the org chart. For freedom-focused businesses, where the goal is greater freedom for the business owner, the business is not at the highest level of freedom for the owner, that is, the freedom to exit level of freedom, until the owner's name is almost exclusively in the top box on the org chart, where they work primarily on the business rather than in the business. The org chart is key to moving a business from that struggle level of freedom to the highest level of freedom, freedom to exit. Let's consider how. Most small business owners have a pretty good idea of where they want their business to be or what it will look like at some point into the future. One of the easiest ways to capture this vision is to start with building an organizational chart that visually represents what the business looks like today, then evolving that chart so that it looks like that future state vision in the business owner's mind. As already noted, the current version will have the owner's name written in lots of the boxes. And fair warning, this dose of reality can be a little depressing to many owners. The chart clearly demonstrates that they are the business, and without them, the business will not survive. However, in stark contrast, when you're done moving boxes around and adding boxes to create the future state org chart, the final product should show the owner's name in just the top leadership box. Any boxes below that include the owner's name will represent only those tasks or positions that are the owner's unique ability. That is, tasks that the owner loves to do, that they're truly great at doing, and that gives them energy. When the owner sees this wonderful depiction of a future with less overwhelm, less burden, and much greater personal and professional freedom for themselves, they start to get really, really excited. They're motivated to make it a reality, and importantly, they're much more likely to take the necessary steps to achieve the positive future they've illustrated on this future state org chart. It's an organization that is truly freedom-focused and operating at the freedom to exit level of freedom. With the future clearly laid out, we next used the future state org chart to craft a written future state vision for the business, with more specific details describe that future as if it's already happened. Working backwards, we next established clear three-year, one-year, and quarterly goals that will make the future state vision and org chart a reality. 
Lastly, we determine the most important key performance indicators or KPIs for the business to measure in real time where the business has been in order to make course corrections as it gradually moves into the future, accomplishing the short, medium, and long-term goals. What other benefits are there to an org chart? Benefits that small business owners may be overlooking. Organizational charts make it clear to everyone on the team what the key positions are in the organization, creating maximum transparency and understanding so everyone is on the same page. Org charts also help everyone to know how positions relate to one another, make it more clear how communication is supposed to flow, and who is ultimately responsible for all of the important functions of the business. One name in each box means only one person is ultimately responsible. This reduces ambiguity if multiple people are working on the same task or in the same position. And it makes it clear who needs to make sure a task gets done, either by that person or by someone else. Someone is taking responsibility for that. As businesses grow larger at 10 or 20 employees, the org chart becomes an important tool for helping team members see how they fit into the larger picture. It also makes clear where opportunities for advancement might be available to them and shows positions and responsibilities within the company that they may not be aware of or might be even interested in maybe taking advantage of someday. Last but not least, because the org chart is tied to the vision and goals for the future, the Future State org chart helps every team member know where the organization is headed and how the work they do each day fits in with where the business plans to be in the future. As I said earlier, one of the first steps we take with small business owners is to create an org chart that represents the current state of the business. From this chart, with all the names added to each box or position, we then determine who makes up the leadership team for the business. This is the group of individuals who the owner collaborates with to solve problems and take advantage of opportunities. In a small business with less than 10 employees, everyone on the team might be considered part of the leadership team, but oftentimes the team is made up of the owner and only two or three others who play particularly key roles in the organization. With the leadership team established, now the owner can work with this team to create the vision, clarify the core values, and establish KPIs for the business. These important elements of a freedom-focused business are not created solely by the owner, but instead by including others, to not only maximize buy-in and engagement, but to share in the burden of running the business. The buck may ultimately stop with the owner of the business, but the owner is not alone, and a clearly defined team and org chart helps to spread around the responsibility. This is the only way that a business owner can work themselves out of the lower boxes on the org chart, by delegation and creating trust with their team, so they can gradually take more and more responsibility off the owner's plate, and allow the owner to work more on the business and less in the business. This is how an organization becomes truly freedom focused, operating at the freedom to exit level of freedom where the owner's personal and professional freedom are maximized. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you very much for being a listener. I look forward to being back with you again in two weeks. Until then, stay focused on your freedom.